0: So all of them to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Brachas Tav Ayin Beis. We are starting about the seventh line at the beginning of the line with the words Shloshishah Achlu. And in the villain source Sadaf, it's Nun Beis Zamed Beis. Five lines up from the bottom with those same words. And today's office is sponsored Lili Nezhma Mars, Smiram Tzar Basor By Maisha, Shama Should and Olia. And we continue talking about Zimun. The Gemara says Shloshishah Achlu Ka'achas. Three people that ate together, so they have a chiv of Zimun. And one guy wants to leave. So obviously we know that he's not allowed to walk away without making a Zimun. But if the other two fellows are amenable, they are able to bench at Least somewhat, and then he's able to leave because they were yotze their chivah Zimon. So, how much does he have to bench in order to be yotze Chiv of Zimon? that now he can leave? So, the base Rav Hamri and the base Meshiv Rav they say yavarich bracha rishayna v'yelachloi. He could say the first bracha and then he could leave. Now, the Gemara asks, "Aisui bracha rishayna? What is considered bracha rishayna?" So, here we have machlokes. The base Rav Hamri and the base Meshiv Rav they say zu berchasah Zimon. This is the bracha of Zimon, which means all he has to say is Rabbi Shemeshem v'erech mayat so on and so forth. and that's it. That is the the Baruch the after they say this, this fellow can leave. Rabbi Zeira says b'shem Rav Yirmiyah zuha zanos This is Hazan hakol. Not only do they say the zimun, but they also say the first bracha of hazanos hakol. Rabbi Chel Barchanan says b'shem Rav zuha zanos hakol. But now Hashem Rav Sheshas. Rav Sheshas asked the following question: V'mas nisapli ga? We have a bracha that shows not like this, meaning like the first opinion that is birchas hazimun. We have a bracha that says shneim shloisha, two or three people that can piece benching together chayav in birchas They're the of zimun. Now what does this mean? Two or three people that can piece benching together. We have three people that. Sat eight together, but none of them is able to recite the entire benching. One guy knows one bracha, another guy knows a second bracha, third guy knows a third bracha. Maybe one guy knows one bracha, another guy knows two brachas. So since because of a collective effort, they're able to piece benching together. They're chayv in the bracha of zimun. Now what do we learn from here? Ha'arba But if in between four people they're able to piece benching together, so then they're not chayv in zimun. Now in teima bracha Zimon rishana. If you're going to say it, the bracha of Zimon, again, just the rabbeinu hishem hashem varechmat vadoelum so on and so forth. Up until the beginning of what we call benching is considered the bracha rishaina. So in nisni arba, the bracha should say that even four people that are able to piece benching together among them should be able to bench because one of them could say the birchas zimon, the other one says the first bracha, third guy says the second bracha, fourth guy says the third bracha. And from the fact that we didn't say that, it must be that Bircha zimun is not considered a bracha in and of itself; and it's really just an addendum to the bracha of Hazanus But now we have a complication because the Gemara says ashkachon tani arba. They found the bracha that says that even four people can piece benching together, which imply that birchas is considered like its own bracha. In Temar zu sakhal, if you want to say that the first bracha, when it says bracha rishayna, that's referring to ha kasha, we have a problem, because this bracha says that four people are able to piece benching together, it must be that fourth bracha that that person is going to be saying is birchas so it's a kasha on this shita. And in Temar, if you want to say zu ha then when the brisa says that four people can piece benching together, it's really referring to the fourth bracha of benching, which is hatayva metiv. less yachil, you can't answer that, because because Shanihi, that bracha of Hatoi Va'metiv is different. I'm based on, based on, the top to Amr Rav because Rav says, Mishaninu Haruge Betar vura when all the people of Betar that were killed were allowed to be buried, then Nikba Hatoi Va'metiv, that's when Hatoi Va'metiv was established. So Hatoi Va'metiv is really Durabana, and it's not Dai so it can't be included as this fourth bracha. Now, what does it mean that Haruge Betar were allowed to be buried? So we know that Bar Kachba led a rebellion against the Romans, based out of Betar. The rebellion was squashed, and hundreds of thousands of Yidin were killed, and the Romans were so upset, they didn't allow these Yidden to be buried. It was only many years later, when there was a different emperor in power, that he allowed them to be buried. And the next was, when the Yidin got there to bury those Yidin that were killed years before, they found that the bodies had not decomposed. And because of that, Chazal established this new brach called Hatayva Valmetiv, What's the understanding? Hatoiv, Hashem is good, shaloy neserchu, that He didn't allow the bodies to decay, and vahmetiv He does good, shenit nulakvura, He allowed them to be buried. So again, back to our question: How could our braysa be referring to the bracha of hatayv It's not dai raisa. So Rav Choni says, Tifata Rabbi We could answer. We could provide a solution like Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel, says, Hatayv vahmetiv d'var taira. The bracha of hatayv is dai raisa. The says in the pasuk of That's referring to the words of the Zemun itself. Has like <laughs> Hecha. Zuha Zanazakol. That's referring to Hazanazakol. Al Ha'aretz. Zu Berchaz haaretz, That's referring to the bracha of Ha'aretz. The second bracha. Hatayva. Zu Berchaz Binyiushalayim. That's referring to the third bracha of Binyiushalayim. And Vcheinuim. Weimar says in the pasuk. Ha'har Hatayv Hazev Vhalavanayin. This good mountain Vhalavanayin. And that's referring to Yerushalayim. And Asher Nosan Lach. The pasuk says. Zeh Hatayv That's referring to Hataiva Ametiv. So the bris at least could be understood according to Rabbi Shmuel. Now moving on to another topic. We're also going to be talking about Berchaz Hatayra. The brachas we make before and after reading from the Torah. Kaseh Hatayra says. The Torah that we should make a bracha before it, which means that we have a source in the Torah that we're supposed to make a bracha before reading from the Torah. The in cause of the but there is no source in the Torah that we're supposed to make a bracha after reading the Torah. What does it say about before reading Torah? It says in the pasuk, ekra. When I call it in the name of Hashem, Havu Let us give greatness to our God. And the first part of the pasuk, when I call in the name of Hashem, is referring to saying words of Torah because all of Torah is really shame Shal It's really the names of Hashem. So when I'm about to to call the name of Hashem when I'm about to read the Torah, let's give greatness to Hashem, which means let's say a bracha. So we have a source that we're supposed to say a bracha before learning Torah or before reading Torah. Now talking about food, Ksiv it says regarding food, bracha that we're supposed to make a bracha after eating food. But the doesn't say anywhere in the pasuk that we're supposed to make a bracha before eating food. what does it say about after eating food? So for Torah it's before Torah, for food it's after food. Now the Gemara asks, how do we know to apply that which says by this for that? that, now it says by that, for this. Meaning, how do we know we're supposed to make a bracha before eating food and after reading the Torah? So we have a number of different answers. We have a shava, shame, sham. Now, even though these are two different words, one is shame and one is sham, we can still make a shava because without nekudais, it's the same word. Just like the shame that says by Torah, brachal fan of, that's referring to a bracha beforehand. As we said, Ki ha Hashem ekra. So, af-sham, and so too, the word sham, which is said by food, brachal of fun of that tells us that we have to make a bracha before eating food. What's the word shum that it says by food? It says and just like the word shum that says by food, brachal achrov, we know by food that we're supposed to make a bracha after eating it, af shame so to the word shame that's said by tyra, lachra, that would tell us that we'd have to make a bracha after reading from the Tyra. Now the Gmar says, Ad Kadun Kurabi Kiva, up until here is Rabbi Kiva's opinion. But what about Kurabi Shmael? What does Rabbi Shmael hold? So Rabbi Akhan says, Bishame Rabishmal, Kablchimer, it's a Kabhimer. My Mazain, Sha'in Ton Brakalafanov, Ton Brakalachrov, when we're dealing with food, it doesn't require bracha before, but it does require bracha afterwards. Tyra she to unabrachalfanah, Tyro that requires bracha beforehand, and I didn't to hey to unabrachalhreha. Isn't it for sure that it should require bracha afterwards? And Ad Kadin Tyra, up until here we explain Tyra. But what about mazin? What about food? So it's otherwise. Way around as well. When we're dealing with Torah, it does not require bracha afterwards, but it does require bracha beforehand. So, food does require bracha afterwards. For sure, it should require bracha beforehand. Now, we have two more opinions. Rav Yitzchak Reb Noson. says, We have a pasuk that says, For he's going to bless the carbon, and afterwards, those that were called together are going to eat. This is referring to when Shal Hamelech. Before he became the king, was looking for Shmuel and Navi, and they told him that nearby there's going to be a Suda, and the Navi Shmuel is going to be coming, and they haven't started yet because they have to wait for the Navi. And what's the Navi going to do? He's going to bless the carbon. It's like the rabbi blessing the food. The rabbi is going to bless the food, and then everyone's going to be able to eat. So we see this concept of blessing the food before eating it. Rab Nasan says, tells us, You shall serve Hashem your God, and He's going to bless your bread and your water. When is it called your bread and your water? Before you eat it. So we see the blessing is before eating it. Now, Rebbe Rabbi, has a different explanation. If at a time when a person ate and he's satisfied, he has to bench, that's benching after eating. So at a time where he's hungry to eat, he wants to eat, for sure he should bless Hashem. Now, at Kedain Mazayin, up until here, we just mentioned food. What about tyra? Meaning, how do we know we're supposed to make a bracha after reciting tyra? So the limud is as follows. When we're dealing with food, that's only necessary for the time being, for a short amount of time. A person needs to eat right now, but how long does that last? A person still has to make a bracha before and afterwards. Tyra is life forever. For sure a person should make a bracha before and afterwards. We're going to stop you for the day. Pick up tomorrow continue to talk about Zimon. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.